Welcome to the Left of Straight Show, where we talk entertainment, music, books, foodies, and more each week with special guest interviews of interest to the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. Direct from the entertainment capital of Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio. Your host, Scott Fullerton, chats with some of your favorite entertainers, celebrities, newsmakers, and behind-the-scenes people across the country and around the world who make it all happen. So sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and let's start talking. Hey, welcome, friends, to the kickoff episode of the Left of Straight Show's LGBTQ Rainbow Rundown, hosted by yours truly, Scott Fullerton. It's going to be a weekly series we'll put up that's going to discuss the news and events from our previous week of note. Also talk about any other announcements or upcoming events that might be of interest to you, things that came across my radar. I'm going to put the episodes up every Monday. I'm shooting these on Sundays. And we'll try to make them short, concise, just kind of let them know what's going on. Put it up uh, on the YouTube channel and then all of the regular podcast outlets, wherever you be listening in. So we're just going to try this. This is a new season, season six of the Left of Straight show. I'm so excited you've been tuning in. Our first ever season of video. So I'm still getting used to that quite a bit. In fact, we're doing a lot of episodes lately because I've been recording episodes for the last eight weeks and haven't figured out how to do the editing for them. We come across some issues in editing where the sound's not syncing or the picture's not syncing. So it's a big learning curve for me, but uh, I'm excited to be back podcasting for you again, bringing the Left to Straight show to you. Some excellent interviews. We had some great interviews so far. We put six up. I have quite a few more in store, and then eventually we'll get to about two a week for you. So it'll be a lot of fun for all of us. Thank you so much for tuning back in. We took a long hiatus. Uh, COVID shut everything, as you know, down the entertainment industry, shut me down for a year and a half. I ended up getting a job because I was bored, and uh, now I am back at it because uh, I just love chatting with you all and talking to people that interest me across the LGBTQ community and our straight allies. So we'll be talking about entertainment, foodies, books, music, advocacy, anything that I find a little interesting that I hope you might find interesting. So be sure to tune in. We'll kind of be uh, playing with the systems we go along. We're going to try to find some more people to add into the mix here. And I just appreciate for you being part of the Left of Straight Show family. So let's get into things I found out uh, was in the news in the last week. Things that I found out about I might share with you. There are a lot of things that come across my desk that aren't necessarily for interviews that I think might be of interest to you. So let's go ahead and get it started, shall we? Here we go. First thing we have to talk about, of course, is the Florida Don't Say Gay law expansion. Um, troubling news out of Florida. We all saw this coming, unfortunately. But the state's Board of Education has approved a ban on classroom instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in all grades now up through 12th grade, expanding the controversial what we called Don't Say Gay Bill. Um, the Board of Education in Florida on Wednesday approved the ban of all classroom instruction, all grades, um, 
Ron DeSantis is the one that requested it. He's gearing up for that presidential run. And of course, if anyone's been paying attention, it's all about culture wars with him. He's got the fight with Disney, uh, all because of this law. He's got anything you can do, the woke culture he's against. So this proposal is going to take effect in about a month. They're putting the procedural notice up this week. Then it takes about a month for the law to go into effect. So the rule would ban lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity from grades K through 12 unless required by existing state standards or as part of a reproductive health instruction that students can opt out of anyway. Uh, Florida currently bans this in K through 3. That's what this law was supposed to do when they brought it out um, earlier. And now, of course, they're taking it all the way up to 12th grade. So in high school, you cannot talk about um, gender um, identity or sexual orientation, basically outlying talking about being gay. So uh, DeSantis put it forward again, like I said, last month, It's part of his key conservative agenda down there. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So. It's happening all across the country, as you know, so um, it's just one of many bills. But DeSantis is really leading the charge on these culture wars between his woke culture and trying to take away a lot of Disney's rights and benefits that they've had being part of the Florida economy for so long. So he is a big nemesis in that. Of course, another one of the big um, states that are having issues right now is Tennessee, they put together their drag band or inappropriate behavior for minors. Um, luckily, that's been put on stay for right now, but it's still pending in the legislature. And it's a scary time out there. We've talked about it before. Uh, Lizzo just had a concert this past Friday uh, in Tennessee. A lot of people told her not to do it, either in protest of the laws or just out of fear of safety and uh just what the backlash that could happen for her performing in Tennessee. But Lizzo being Lizzo is being her own true self, which you have to love. And uh, she went out there. She went Friday and she brought uh, all sorts of drag race stars, including uh, season 11's Miss Vanjie, uh, Vanjie Mateo, season 10's Asia O'Hara, season 10 winner Aquaria, uh, season 13 runner-up, Candy Muse, and just a huge hue of people, and just brought up a lot of local drag queens from Tennessee. Did a great speech while on stage and is standing by our community, which is great. We've seen Kelsey Ballerina do, Ballerini do it recently. So Tennessee is quickly becoming one of those states. Not only do they have this law, uh, but the governor's been saying that he wants to deny any federal AIDS funding for AIDS research and cure and prep and things like that, starting in the next fiscal year that starts in June. He tried to get it stopped this year, but uh, the CDC, which doles out a lot of these funds, actually increased Tennessee's amount. So whether that's going to trickle down to the agencies that need them or not, it's still in the Tennessee legislator and governor's hands. 
but he's not only trying to discriminate against drag, but also HIV education, medications. Uh, it's just really going backwards in a lot of places. Uh, we have a couple of states that are going to be sanctuary states for trans people. California, I think Missouri is the other one, uh, or Montana. Um, one of those is for it, one of it's against it. But uh, a lot of these states are banning that you can't do any of the trans, um, pre-trans op procedures like hormones and things like that. So it's becoming very scary out there for the LGBT community and uh, for having marriage equality, which is when I founded my show back in 2015, basically the weekend after marriage equality was the law of the land was the very first left of straight show. And since then, um, despite it being legal everywhere, We've had a lot of states, a lot of states going backwards. We have been able to do some codification of it in some states, but it is a scary, scary time out there. Um, trans people, especially, are getting a lot of the backlash, and uh, it's um, in fact, I mean, you've heard of the controversy, hopefully, over Bud Light and having Dylan Mulvaney have her own face on a Bud Light can and doing some promo for it. Well, that's kind of been in the news the last couple of weeks. But this past Friday, just the other day, um, the assistant marketing manager came up with that campaign. Her name's Alyssa Heinerscheid, and she took a leave of absence. Um, she's been getting uh, targeted by conservative trolls and transphobes. And just been getting really nasty stuff kind of lobbied towards her and her family since this has happened. Uh, Ad Age Magazine said Friday that she had stepped down from that position for now. Um, and all because she was trying to kind of get Anheuser-Busch, the parent company there, out of the good old boys network and the frat boy mentality and featured Dylan Mulvaney, who has jillions of followers on social media, big influencer. Um, very smart to reach out to all agencies. And of course, it created this huge backlash in Republican circles, conservative circles. Probably most famously, Kid Rock decided to shoot an AK-47 type gun at a whole bunch of Bud Light things, which interesting enough, Kid Rock is going to be our featured performer here in beautiful downtown Youngstown, Ohio, where I'm currently broadcasting from. We do a big summer concert every year, and he is one of three headliners for that concert this summer. So yay, Youngstown. Not real excited about that. We'll see what kind of protests or anything happens with that. I will keep you updated. But yeah, just um, a lot of things going on for as far as discrimination goes. Let's get to some other news on there. Um, Dame Edna Everidge, the iconic character portrayed by Australian national treasure, Barry Humphreys, was celebrated this weekend after the entertainment, entertainer passed at the age of 84. Uh, Dame Edna was an iconic character known all over the world. Had, was on frequent guests of talk shows, had her own talk show one time, and uh, was just an entertaining character known for her signature glasses and calling all of her followers her little possums. 
and uh, passed away at 84 years old. So very sad, uh, not without controversy, as everyone is today. We all have something that uh, people are going to shame us for or try to bring us down for. Um, for Humphreys, Humphreys um, known for biting satire and wit, I mean, extremely funny, but extremely biting satire, and not one to shy away from a controversy, got himself in a couple of uh, brouhaha's, I guess we'll say, um, one regarding trans, where um, he said it's uh, men mutilating their bodies. He later took that back and said he was taken out of context by CNN. Also had, an, I think, another disparaging mark about women at one time. But good God, 84 years old and a career for over 60 years. Um, we're all going to have some faux pas and missteps. Um, and she will be missed. Uh, I saw some touching tributes on social media over the weekend. Uh, none better than our buddy Carl Schmidt. Uh, Carl's been on the show before. He is an entertainment reporter in his own right, also a huge advocate for HIV AIDS and U equals U undetectable. Um, Carl, I reached out to and spoke to him on social media yesterday, just a little bit. Obviously, it's a very hard time for him and all of Barry's friends. So he's going to try to come on the show in a couple of weeks and we'll discuss what Barry meant to him then, along with catching up with Carl and see what's going on. So that was a very sad thing to have to report. Um, but Barry Humphreys, Dame Edna Everidge, along with a host of other characters he created, uh, passed away at 84. Let's get into some other news here. Um, for those of you that uh, tune in for the entertainment and for we talk about web series and movies and things like that, we've had such phenomenal guests. Well, I'm going to try to have an old home week coming up very soon. I'm going to bring some of my favorite guests for the past five seasons of the Left of Straight show. People like Del Shores, people like Stan Zimmerman, people like Emerson Collins and Blake MacGyver. Um, just all sorts of great people that we've had over the past that contribute so much to television and movies. And see if they want to come out and do an old home week and I'll uh, do five interviews, different interviews with them and kind of catch up with them. So hopefully they'll be open to that. I'm going to pitch that out this week. We'll see what happens. But one of the groups that Stan Zimmerman worked with, and Stan, if you don't remember, is a hugely successful writer. Uh, he wrote for the Golden Girls. He wrote for the Gilmore Girls. He wrote for Roseanne. He wrote the Brady Bunch movies. He's also a fantastic director that has directed uh, Fringe Festival plays and other plays and written some amazing plays. So um, Dan, uh, Stan has worked with um, a company called Telefilms, which uh, a couple of projects that he directed on. And so I got to in, uh, interview Kristen um, Tello, who is in charge of, excuse me, um, Kristen's last name is Baker. Kristen Baker from Tello Films. And uh, they're doing great work, web series and films, primarily for the lesbian community. We've talked on our show the last couple of weeks about Deku, which is a great streaming platform for gay men. Well, Telefilms is a great streaming platform for our lesbian friends. 
And I wanted to let you guys know about a pitch contest that they're having. I know Kristen sent me an email on it the other day. It's for her uh, Baker Productions, and they're looking for pitches for a holiday rom-com. They've did it in the past. They created and produced three of the pitches that were submitted to them. Uh, one was called Season of Love, Christmas at the Ranch, and Marrying Gay were the three that they've already produced. They're now asking for pitches for a new rom-com holiday idea. They want this centered in Nashville, which I think is a fantastic city and can come up with some great things. But they are doing a pitch contest that you can go to Telefilms and find out all about it. Uh, it's being um, run by a, a great company for them. It's uh, They just want pitches only this time. If you can write it later, great. Um, they'll work with you on that, or they can find someone else to write it. But the winner of the pitches will receive $100 if your pitch is chosen. And then if your work is produced, you win $500. Um, you're not you're not submitting scripts, just pitches for your idea. Um, there's a whole bunch of rules on their website, and I just think it's a great way if you're an aspiring screenwriter or want to be, or just a great idea person and have an idea for a great rom-com uh, lesbian story that would be a great for Tello Films based out of Nashville. I strongly suggest you go there. Uh, go to Telefilms, look for it, and uh, it's, a, it's a fun opportunity. So I hope you will try that out because I think that's a lot of fun. So, uh, again, any of our lesbians listening out there, if you're looking for a great streaming platform of great content geared primarily for you, go to Telefilms. It's a monthly subscription, just as Deku is for our uh, gay men out there. So I think that's very exciting. I also have a segment I want to try on this new um, rainbow rundown here um, called I Heard a Rumor. Dun, dun, dun. And the, net, the rumor I heard I read this morning on social media, it's by the great um, LGBT comedian Samson. If you're not following him, it's official Samson on Twitter and Samson McCormick, I believe, on um Instagram, and he did a little shout out today that they are rebooting Noah's Ark, an incredible series um, starring four black men. And I think we can all agree that a new LGBT series featuring uh, a black cast is sorely needed. And I'm pretty excited about this. So I, I follow everyone in it. Um, my favorite on the old show, of course, Daryl Stevens, starred as the uh, so-named uh, Noah. Also had Rodney Chester, who I interviewed a couple years back on a film he was working on. Uh, Wilson Cruz was in quite a few of the episodes for it, who I'm a great fan of. So, yeah, it seems like it could be happening. There was a mostly blind post put out by Daryl Stevens the other day. He was kind of shouting out, um, at Mary, yeah, M-A-R-I-Y-E-A-A-A for the announcement. So it looks like this could be happening, an announcement for Noah's Ark. So 
I heard a rumor, Noah's Ark's coming back. That's pretty exciting stuff. So we'll kind of talk about that more as, as the weeks go by as I find out more on it. But if you hear any rumors of things that are happening, things that are going on in the world of entertainment, foodies, books, music, drop me a line. You can drop me a line on my social media at Left of Straight on Instagram and Twitter or Left of Straight Show on Facebook. And uh, let me know, or we will have a site on the website at www.leftofstraightradio.com very soon. So you can drop your, I heard a rumor and uh, tell us what rumor you heard and we'll investigate it and shout it out to everybody if we find it to be possibly newsworthy. So congratulations on Daryl Stevens. If it's happening, um, I definitely hope to see Rodney back. Uh, Hopefully uh, Wilson will be back in it. Um, I have interviews coming up with David Singletary, David Allen Singletary, which would be an amazing part of the cast. A little younger than the cast is now, kind of where they were at their peak back then. But uh, I'm excited to see what the casting would be for that and what the storyline would be. So very, very good for that. I'm excited to see possible Noah's Ark reunion. Also, another fun thing that I found the other day, if you haven't found it yet, you have to get out there. There's a new um, handle on Instagram. It's at RuePublicans. That's R-U-P-U-B-L-I-C-A-N-S. RuePublicans. It's an interesting twist. It's an Instagram account where they use AI-generated portraits that depict Republican leaders in drag. And it's hilarious. Um, It's formed by this great married couple that decided to put it out. It's only been out, I think, since March or relatively March 30th. It launched and it already has over 241,000 followers on the Instagram page. Uh, It's done some amazing AI portraits. They're not doing this themselves. They're not artists. They're putting it in and sometimes they're getting some great things. They've created some amazing drag names for some of the who's who of Republican people that we don't like too much. Um, we have Rhonda Santi for Ron DeSantis, um, Cruzella DeVille for uh, Cruz, for, for Ted Cruz. Um, Rudy Giuliani is Rudy Garland. Lindsey Graham, Lady Graham Cracker, thank you. Mike Pence, Mother Pence, how appropriative. Um, Josh Shapiro, a uh, big conservative right-wing blogger is Sister Slay Piro and Matt Gates of Florida, Golden Gates Shower. So you have to check out and follow this. If you happen to know the two guys that created it, um, please let me know. I think their name is Craig and Stephen. They're uh, saving their last name for anonymity and for safety reasons, of course. But the account, again, is called Republicans on Instagram hilarious pictures. You have to follow this account. And if you happen to know Craig or Steven, shout them out. Tell them that I'm talking about them and have them get in touch with me so I can have an interview with them on the Left of Straight show. I think they would be a fun group to have. And finally, last thing we'll talk about today before we wrap this up, um, I want to talk about Twitter. Um, Twitter has a couple things going on. Um, primarily the blue check mark, which is the big hullabaloo this past week, which we'll talk about in a second. But also this past week, they did a uh, policy change 
The social media platform had originally prohibited the targeted misgendering or dead naming of transgender people. Since 2018, they've been doing it. Um, you were able to report it. And some people notice online that that sentence promoting that has been taken out of their violations. Um, archives in the Wayback Machine show that it still exists on April 7th, but all of a sudden the wording is gone that makes it prohibited to misgender or dead name um, a transgender individual. But uh, the line disappeared. It's unclear whether the change in language constitutes any change in the official policy because you were still, I guess, are able to report it, but it's just not part of their policies. So whether it's on the way out or not, um, we know Twitter's been just a ball of hot mess since Elon took it over. And uh, it's not getting any better. After threatening to take away the blue check marks, Elon did that on Thursday. A lot of my friends' uh, check marks were removed. Del Shores, Emerson Collins, Blake McIver. Uh, interesting enough, some people stayed, which I don't understand. Uh, I believe that he said that he is personally paying for LeBron James, Stephen King, and William Shatner, who kind of raised a fuss about the blue check going away, saying, we'll see you later, bye. Um, so he's supposedly paying for that. Bette Midler's check was removed. She kind of made a post about it saying, knock it off. And all of a sudden, suddenly it's back. And she thanks Elon for putting it back. So I guess squeaky wheels are getting the grease on this right now. Uh, I admit I started paying for Twitter when it was of the check mark when it was available a couple of months back uh, because of some of the perks for it. The perks supposedly, supposedly, the perks of the blue check mark. Because I was trying to get the left to straight. I've been on this for six years, and trying to get verified never could. So one of the perks of the blue check mark was to get your posts. Um, up in the standings a bit, and you were able to use more characters and add more media to it, which I thought would be very good when I'm bring, with, while bringing the Leftist Straight Show back. So I did pay for it. Um, I'm not too sure now. Um, so many people are not doing it, and uh, I don't. I'm not finding a huge engagement on it. My engagement's actually gone down since I started paying for the blue check mark. So I will probably get rid of it in the next week or two. I'm going to look into it more this week. But uh, rest in peace for the uh, blue check marks that have gone away by some noteworthy people. I think it's basically shooting himself in the foot, which Elon does uh, constantly on Twitter. Um, you're getting all this free publicity. People are generally tweeting on your platform to millions of people. And you are going to now make it possible for them to be deplatformed where anyone can parody them or take use of their name for a mere $8 a month. So what's going to happen to my check mark? Like I said, I'm very upfront and honest and I did pay for it for the last two months. I don't think I will be soon. Um, I'm going to see when it runs out as I research it. But yep, that's the big controversy. As of Thursday, they all went away.
So that's it. That's all we're going to talk about today. Thank you for listening to this inaugural episode. Um, we will get back to this. Like I said, I'm going to try to uh, record these on Sundays, put them out every Monday for you, and uh, see what we can do. If you missed any of the interviews this week, I had a whole bunch of interviews going out. Like I said, I have eight interviews from the past eight weeks. I need to catch up and get out there. So uh, on Wednesday, we had Music Wednesday with two fantastic musical guests that are on, uh, I've had on before, Spencer Day and Caleb Rudy, both on the show. And I'm going to play both their videos here at the end of the podcast today. Um, Spencer has uh, Broadway by Day, which, you know, I'm a Broadway boy, some amazing Broadway covers. We'll play a little Bally High from Spencer here at the end. Caleb Rudy has an amazing five-part series for his EPs putting together, telling the story of Caleb and Wes and his most recent video called Tornado debuted recently uh, last month. So I'm going to play that for you at the end here. We talked to him on Wednesday. On Thursday, I had a fun interview with Fred Carger, who has an amazing book out called World's Greatest Party Crasher. Uh, Fred has passed crash parties from the Met Gala to the Vanity Fair party after the Oscars to the Oscars itself to getting the chance to go to Elvis's dressing room and hobnob with Frank Sinatra and Bob Hope and John Wayne and an AFI. It's a great book if you haven't read it. And my interview with him was this uh, past Thursday, so go check that out. And on Friday, I had a fantastic interview with uh, former American Idol, all-around great guy, David Hernandez. He did a great show this weekend at the uh, Lori Beachman Theater in New York City. He released last week an amazing video for his uh, newest song on one of his new CAPs, uh, When It Rains It Pours. We'll play that at the end here for you. And uh, a great, great lineup of shows last week. Next week coming up for you, I'm going to have a third a double feature on Thursday and Friday this week. On Thursday, I'm going to bring a fantastic writer and director, Brian O'Donnell, from the film Akron. It took place right here, right near where I'm living now in Akron, Ohio. It's an amazing and poignant tale of two boys who's kind of get together and his fates are entwined in this previous drama. Uh, amazing film, Akron. And then uh, I'm going to be playing it with Sam Irvin, which is my first interview decades ago. It was my first interview like eight or nine weeks ago. And Sam is an amazing director, has worked on so many amazing projects from Hallmark to horror movies to everything in between. And he has a new book that came out a couple months ago, called I Was a Teenage Monster Hunter that talks about all of his early exploits in horror, his time uh, with interviewing great people such as Vincent Price, and it has a fantastic forward by Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. So be sure to check out that book and listen to my interview on a double feature this Thursday. And then on Friday, I have a double feature with two amazing actors from some projects that I just recently interviewed a couple weeks ago. I have Wyatt Fenner coming on, who's a co-star of a great movie, uh, Chrissy Judy, black and white film all about drag and friendships and chosen family. 
uh, Wyatt will be on Friday along with David and uh, David Allen Singletary, who is co-star on the great new web series Marriage of Inconvenience. It's playing now on the Deku platform that we talked about earlier. Um, so going to have four great interviews come up this week. I appreciate you uh, being part of Left of Straight Show family. Be sure to subscribe. You can do it to our YouTube channel. You can go to uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, any place podcasts are formed. Subscribe to us. If you listen to an episode, please give it a five-star rating. If you do that, uh, more people will be able to find it, and I appreciate it immensely. We can get distributed in more places. And uh, follow us in, on social media, like I said, on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Lift of Straight, L-E-F-T-O-F-S-T-R, and the number eight. On Facebook, it's the Left of Straight Show. And I hope you'll follow us there as well. Thanks so much for being part of the Left of Straight Show. Again, I uh, put out the other day, I'm looking for interns and co-hosts and people that are interested in learning podcasting because this video is a lot of work, guys, and I'm getting it down again. And I'm looking forward to getting back out there. So stay in tune, keep in touch, and have a great afternoon. You can find everything on the website, www.leftofstraightradio.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye. People live on a lonely island Lost in the middle of a foggy sea Most people long for another island One where they know they would like to be call you any night, any day in your heart. You'll hear it call you, come away, come away. Valley High will whisper on the wind and the sea. Here am I, your special island. Come to me, come to me. Special hopes, your own special dreams bloom on the hillside and shine in the streams. If you try, you'll find me where the sky meets the sea. Here am I, your special island. Come to me, come to me. Valley High, Valley High, Valley High Someday you'll see me Floating in the sunshine My head peeking out from a 
Just lie with me Don't know where it's going But my heart is showing 
Oh 
surrender to the knowing that you don't know anything. to the left of straight show be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast distributor and please give us a five-star rating so more listeners can find us you can follow us on social media and be sure to check out our website www.leftofstraightradio.com for contests and other news and information see you next week